Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Father. You are worthy. You're worthy of the glory. You're worthy of the honor. You are worthy of the praises. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Blessed Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We're going to get ready to open our Sunday school in prayer. Can I ask our Minister Brown to open us in prayer in Jesus' name? Minister yes. Paulette Brown. Praise God. Let us pray. To God be all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. The songwriter said, Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fears are gone. Because I know he holds the future. Our life is just a living just because he lives. God, we give you praise and we give you honor Hallelujah. and we give you glory and we magnify you and adore your name. This is the day that you have made. Yes, yes Lord. Lord. Resurrection morning. Lord, we thank you that thank you, you died Jesus. for us. We thank you, Lord, that you went to the cross for us. We thank you, Lord, that you gave us your only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of life, my God, the gift of salvation. Lord, you did not leave us helpless, but you left us a gift, a precious Hallelujah. gift, Lord, that we all should receive with happiness and gladness. Lord, because of you, it's only you could have made such ultimate sacrifice. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, we pause to say thank you this thank morning you, on this Jesus. resurrection morning. We thank you and we honor you and we praise you and we lift you up and exalt you. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you that we can come into your presence another time. The songwriter said, into your presence where there is fullness, fullness of, joy, of joy and at your right hands where there are pleasures forevermore. God, we come this morning with open hearts and open mind to hear your words, to feed on your words, to be edified, to be fortified, to be encouraged, to be corrected. And Lord, as your words go forth this morning, I pray that it will fall on good grounds in the ears of every listener under the sound of my voice. My God, let your words be so rich this morning that it will save, it will deliver, it will satisfy in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your manservant. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that he can make himself available to be used by you, Jesus. Lord. And this morning, I pray that you will use him as an oracle, as a mouthpiece, my God, to speak your words. <coughs> let self be slain, let self be removed, Lord, and you be seen and you be glorified. Lord, we thank you for all the viewers from near and from far. We thank you for their faithfulness. Lord, may you continue to bless them. May you continue to watch over them and protect them. In the name of Jesus, do, those who do not know you, may they come to receive you. Those who are altering between two opinions, may they choose this resurrection day to serve you in spirit and in truth. And so God, 
we commit our lives into your hands lord and we just want to tell you thanks thank you lord thanks in the midst of all that's going on we have your peace your peace that passed it all understanding because we know we serve a god of impossibility and we know the songwriter said up from the grave, grave he, he arose with a mighty triumph for his foe. God, you raised victorious, Hallelujah. and because of you, we have the victory we in the, the name victory, of Jesus. God. And we thank you that we are not thank defeated. You, we thank you that we are not bounded. We Hallelujah. thank you that we serve a God who is mighty and is powerful Hallelujah. in the name of Jesus. We in thank you for who you are. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name Amen. we pray. Praise God. Pleasant good morning to you, you and you brother around here this morning. And it's good to be back. Yes, I know all of us know that today is Resurrection Sunday. So we're not going to talk about that because we all know. Yeah. We all know that it's Resurrection Sunday and up from the grave you rose. Yeah. We thank God. That he arose. Now the resurrected Lord appeared unto John on the Isle of Patmos. And last week we spoke to you concerning the church in Pergamos. We said to you that the Lord had a few things against the church in Pergamos because they had there those people who, who held the doctrine of Balaam. They also had the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. And the Lord asked them and told them to repent or else he will come unto them quickly and will fight against them, telling the church in Ephesus that he would remove their candlestick out of its place. Today we want to speak to you about another church, the church in Tyatira. Let's read that passage a bit or some from that passage. Revelation chapter 2, verse 18. Reads on this wise. And unto the angel of the church in Tyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works, and charity, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication, Amen. and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. <coughs> Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts, and I will give unto every one of you according to your works. Verse 24. But I say unto you, and unto the rest in Tyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden. <coughs> Let's bow our heads. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I commit myself unto you to speak to me those words, and those words only, which you would have me to say. Let me decrease, that you speak, Lord, you use me as the oracle that you would have. Father, I commit myself to you, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Today is a somewhat special day for me. I want to say Happy birthday to my son, Minister Terrell Brown. Amen. In the name of Jesus, it is birthday. And the Amen. Lord promised. He said unto us and to our children, children's children, he hath given that promise of the Holy Spirit. And he called those things which be not as though they were. And we speak those things in faith through Jesus Christ. A blessed 
birthday unto you, my son. Now, the Apostle John wrote this letter and the first verse, verse 18 says, And unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, As I said to you, man was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. Angels minister to Jesus Christ after his fast in the wilderness, after his temptation. Angels ministered to Mary. Joseph had a dream. Angels came and they spoke to the shepherds in the field. Angels, or an angel, released Peter from prison. Angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister unto those who shall be the ears of salvation. And the church being an ear of salvation, the church in Thyatira, as I had an angel made a little higher than mankind designated to that church. Amen. That angel would have the responsibility for that local area. This was not a pastor. Now fallen angels have crept into the church claiming themselves to be men with wives. Angels that fell took wives, married them, and produced offspring. Always seeking to have dominion over mankind. And if you have a man, any man in your church married, have children, and you know him, he remains with you, claiming to be an angel, that's a fallen angel. God made man, you either a man or an angel, a little bit. Man was made a little lower than the angels. But unto men, he said, sit thou at my right hand until I may thine enemy thy footstool unto which of the angels said yet any time he did not designate the angels to sit at his right hand so you got to choose whether you are fallen angel or you are man you can't be both you either a man or an angel and men were made a little lower than the angels for what the suffering of the first death of the appointment it's appointed unto man once to die and after death judgment Angels are not subject to the first death. We shall judge angels. Then their sentence will be carried out on them. They will be cast in the lake of fire, which is the second death. Men are going to judge angels. You're not a man and an angel at the same time. Unless you take on the form of mankind. Angels, angels neither marry nor are they given in marriage. So the angel of Persia, the angel of Babylon, the angel designated in different places have responsibility for those areas. And so it was, the angel of the church of Thyatira, write these things. Thus saith the Son of God, he wanted his authority, his authority. He is the one, the Son of God, that walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, that hold the seven angels in his hand, Thus saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. He says, I know thy works. I know what you're doing. I know whether you're carrying out your job effectively or ineffectively. I know your charity, your service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. So that was a working church. They were working. And they were working again, and the last works was more than the first. Amen. He said, notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants, to commit fornication. So here the angel had a job to do. He wasn't doing it. What did he do? He allowed or suffered that woman which called herself a prophetess to teach. Now let me tell you something about angels and women. The word says in the book of Corinthians, For this cause ought the woman to have power on her head because of the what? The angels. So there are angels there that see and understand 
and know what is to be done and what is not supposed to be done. Angels are ministering spirits. Spirit. The Bible speaks of the seven spirits of God and it speaks of the Holy Spirit of God. One Holy Spirit. Seven spirits of God. He is a father of spirits. And many spirits are gone out into the world. He said to this angel, angel, a ministering spirit, I have a few things against you because you allow that woman, Jezebel, she called herself a prophetess. Prophetess this. Prophetess that. You allow her to teach. She has no power on her head. She has no power on her head. For this cause, or the woman to have power on her head because of the angels, but she rebelled. She's in rebellion, open rebellion. You allow her to teach and then what? And to seduce my servants to commit fornication, to get others to behave the same way she does. She became a bad example and you, you let her because you have a responsibility to her. When Herod got out of line, the angel Lord smote him. He died and worms ate his body. But you allow her to do what you're doing. Then, she seduced my servants to behave the way she, do, she does. And to eat things sacrificed unto idols. She practiced the behavior of divination, witchcraft, sorcery, usurping authority. Not subject to anything. She's neither male nor female. She eliminated gender in the church. Jesus said, he which made them at the beginning, made them male and female. Now, when angels fell and came down here, they were genderless beings. They neither marry nor are given in marriage, but they behold the face of the Father. So those that fell down here, the first thing they're going to jump up and tell you, there's neither male nor female in Christ. Yes, but that is when you in Christ and you stand before him in heaven. Down here, you're either a man or a woman. You don't believe me? Watch and see every month. If the Lord don't remind you whether you are a man or a woman. Yes, sweetheart, you have a question. Yeah, I was just thinking, um, if they believe that, why do they think the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah? You got to remember yeah. that these are fallen angels. Mm -hmm. They are in rebellion. I'm sorry, I'm talking about the ones now. I'm talking about people on earth now. Yeah, but we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but it's okay. a spirit. That is whispering in their minds. That's why the Bible says, bringing every thought into captivity. Mm -hmm. So that evil spirit will come to them and say, mm -hmm. you can't do anything you want. Mm -hmm. The spirit came to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Did God say, you mustn't do so and so, you mustn't eat of this tree? Ah, uh, you will not surely die. So the thoughts that angels bring to your mind, yes. Yeah, but the people of Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed. Yes, they were destroyed. The people of Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed. But one thing we got to remember, it says, And the Lord mm -hmm. came down. He came with angels, two angels, mm -hmm. to see what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. When they were building the Tower of Babel, right, right. the Lord came down. Right. Now, Jesus came down. And when Jesus came down, he brought a new dispensation. That's why it says, thus saith the Son of God. Mm -hmm. And what he said was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He brought a new dispensation of forgiveness. And he brought blanket forgiveness, but he gives them space to repent. So he says, I'm going to give them a certain period of repentance, just like Sodom and Gomorrah received a certain period mm -hmm. where they could repent. Mm -hmm. So now these people in Thyatira, mm -hmm. they had a woman who called herself a prophetess. Right. She was teaching the church people to behave the way she did. Mm -hmm. She rejected the authority that was above her. The man is the head of the woman. Even as Christ is the head of the church. No man going to tell me what to do. 
you reject the word of God right there. You were saying, no, 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 no. You rejected the word of God. The Bible says they usurp authority. The Bible says wives obey your own husbands. No man can tell me what to do. Adam was a man. Jesus was a man. The Bible says the man is the head of the wife even as Christ is the head of the church. God is the head of Christ. Christ is the head of the man. The man is the head of the woman. God set up his authority structure. We didn't set it up. God set it up. And he says, this is my authority structure. So if we reject any part of the authority, we reject the authority of Christ and the authority of God. Just like the Bible tells us. He says, let every soul be subject to the higher powers. There is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. So we ought to obey the ministers of God sent here to exercise law and order. We are to be subject unto them in things concerning this kingdom. In the kingdom of men, you must be subject to the authority of men and the things that concern mankind. But Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. In the spiritual things, in the things concerning the inner man, Jesus walks in the midst of the church. Jesus said, in my kingdom of this world, ends with my servants fight. His kingdom is not of this world. So those who reject the authority of God go about establishing their own righteousness, setting up their own authority. Nobody can tell me what to do. Whatever they can do, I can do. That's what they said in the Garden of Eden. The Lord said, in the day that thou eatest, thou shalt surely die. So his word took effect on them. That woman Jezebel called herself a prophetess. She taught by her behavior that they could do whatever they want. He said he gave her space to repent and she repented not. He said, nevertheless, I'm going to cast her. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, a place where she's going to lie down, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation. I've heard many men and women crying because they have had to perform the opposite role. I've heard men crying and say, I don't know how I'm going to work. What am I going to do? There are all these children. I can't walk away and leave them because they're too young to take care of themselves. And if I go to work and something happened to them, I'm in trouble. If I don't go to work, we don't have money to take care of of our responsibility. What caused that? Somebody left their first estate. He said, I would that the younger women marry, bear children, and do what? And guide the house. I'm not in charge in here. You don't believe me, I just support it. <laughs> no matter how I said this stuff, when she ran, she wanted to move, and I'm just like, you know what? Why? Because I know. I know that's what God said. God put it in her mind, and I might see things differently. But He says, "Marry, bear children, and guide the house." Then He gives men the responsibility to provide for their own, especially those of His own house. But a woman said, "No, no, no, no. I can work, and I work my own money like I, like He does, and I can do whatever I want." So the house fall apart, and the children suffer. Because they left their first estate. Men becoming women. Women becoming men. People don't know what gender they... We have never seen in years and generations a confusion over gender as we see now. You are to be blamed in the church. You allow that spirit of feminism, the feminist, to take over the pulpit. You are afraid. Oh, if I send her, she's going to leave me. Bye! If I, if I talk to her, she's going to leave. Goodbye. If the unbelieving depart, let her or him depart. A brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases. When they want to overthrow you, you say, hit the road, Jack. You don't put them out. But you stand steadfast, unmovable, and they can't take it because the fire turn up now. If the unbeliever depart, let him depart. But you say, you're not the authority in here. 
No man can tell me what to do. The Bible says, being found in fashion as a man, Jesus humbled himself. So you're saying from Jesus on down, can't tell you what to do. You are a rebellious spirit. You rejected the authority of God. You are a Jezebel. Call yourself a prophetess. You want to usurp authority. Seduce the servants of God to commit fornication and to eating sacrifice unto idols. And God is giving you a space to repent and he shut down the whole thing. God shut down the whole thing. The place where you said you was in charge and the chief and the boss got shut down all of them judgment must begin at the house of god somebody said oh i'm the head in the church but he's heading the home everybody home now everybody home now if she will learn anything let her ask her husband we're at home you claim you was the pastor in the church so god shut down that i ain't said you home so if you go learn anything, you have to ask your husband at home. All are we the home now. You're not the boss anymore. You won't learn anything, you won't ask your husband at home. Why? Because you lied to us. You told us that, oh, it was in Corinthians and they were jumping around and there was all kind of stuff and everything. He's not saying you can't speak. God forbid. God did not say that. Philip had four daughters, virgins. Philip had four daughters virgins who prophesied they were in their father's house not jezebels they were virgins in their father's house they prophesied they spoke they exhorted they did the things in order under the authority of their fathers you know what the bible says verse 23 i will kill her children with can virgins have children? Something not right. You claim to be a wise virgin, but you are children. I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts, and I will give unto every one of you according to your works. Wise virgins, foolish virgins, they all claim to be virgins. But some of them took heed to the word and prepared, and others did not. Now listen to verse 24. He says, But unto you I say, to the angel, and unto the rest in Tyatira, and as many as have not this doctrine. We don't have that kind of doctrine up in here. You're not in charge. Or be your husband at home. We don't have that doctrine. We don't have the doctrine of Nicolaitans. You're not the head of anything. I'm not the head of anything. We are all brethren. Christ is the head of all things to the church. Christ. But unto you I say. And unto the rest in Tyatira. As many have not this doctrine. And which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak. Satan will go to some deviant. Do you know that a woman is a powerful thing? I'm running from about two of them now. Yes, I'm married and I'm running from about two of them. Did you know that, sweetheart? No. Did you know? You know, see, sometimes uh, some of them call me and trying to separate me and move me and all that. And you got to run like Joseph. You gotta run from Potiphar's wife. Amen. Women are powerful. You say, what do you mean? Well, it was not good for Adam to be alone. The Lord brought him a pet, a lion. Adam said, mm -mm. The Lord brought him a poodle. Adam said, mm -mm. The Lord brought him a, 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 a horse. He said, mm mm. And the Lord said, all right, go to sleep. because." <laughs> and then he went to sleep. And the Lord formed woman out of Adam. When Adam woke up and Adam was like, wow. <laughs> His body started moving up and down on him. This is now bone of my bones. <laughs> Ooh, wow. And flesh of my flesh. He had a different reaction internally. 
physically, emotionally. He said, this is now bone on my bones. Women are so powerful creatures. And visually, they affect men in even physical and spiritual ways. But the Bible says, we must bring our flesh into subjection. If you by the spirit do mortify the flesh, what is the flesh? Bones are my bones and flesh are my flesh. So in the spirit, I have to work with that individual that she don't overthrow me. She's not doing it of herself. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But it's the ordinance of God. All things are of God. So he says, I will kill all your children with death. But unto the rest, entire terror, as many have, have not this doctrine. We didn't have it. We don't have it. And we're not going to have it. You're going to keep your first estate in here. I will put upon you no other burden. <laughs> Can you imagine? No other burden is enough. One man claim he want more wife. Oh God. Sometimes... <laughs> I see my wife coming, I shut off the light, she catch me sometimes and I drop the remote, I drop my phone and she hearing the phone drop and start pretending as if I am sleeping. And she said, I know you're not sleeping. I see her coming and she, I'm dropping the phone, I'm dropping the remote, I lay down and she's like, yeah, you're not sleeping. Amen. And God hath made it so. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. The church can't rule Christ. This is a great mystery. The church does not rule Christ. Christ is the head of the church in all things. Somebody said we're equal. We're not equal. The Bible didn't say that. The Bible said a man is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he gave himself for it. That's where the problem come in. You have to give yourself for your wife. Greater love had no man than this, than a man laid down his life for his friend. Adam was not deceived. When Adam sinned, Adam sinned willfully. Why? Because bones of his bones and flesh of his flesh was in trouble. The good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. This is love. But unto you I say, and unto the rest entire tear, as many as have not this doctrine. Somebody said, Brother Brown, don't believe in women preacher. That's a lie. I believe in all God's preacher, male or female. But there's order in God's house. And there is order in God's church. There is order in the body. You know, you usurp authority. He says, I'll put no other burden upon you. <laughs> it's tough enough. And if you want to serve Christ, if a man can't rule his own house, how is he going to take you to church? When the pastors can't rule their own house, they make the wife the pastor and they claim that they're the bishop. When you can't, yes. I'm talking about you, you, yes. No, not you, no. Beside you. To the left, yeah, yeah, you. When a man can't rule his own house, he makes his wife the pastor and he claims he's the bishop. Because she overthrew him. But Christ is the head of the man. The man is the head of of the woman and God is the head of Christ. You don't like it, go pray. You can't deal with it, talk to the Lord about it. Don't fight with me. You're gonna lose. The word of God abided forever. Unto you I say, and unto the rest, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, so Adam wasn't deceived and Adam said, okay, I'm fine. And his wife came back to him and, sweetheart, my beautiful, dinner is ready. And Adam like, oh, you got, I brought you some apple pie. You, you, you brought me some what? 
apple pie. When he looked on her mouth, on the corner, there was apple pie on her mouth. She ate at a tree. He goes, oh my God. What did you do? And she took and she ate. He was with her. And he ate. You know not the depths of Satan as they speak. Fulfilling the word of God, man was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. He said, if you don't have this doctrine, I will put upon you none other burden. But that which you have already, hold fast till I come. Stand. And after having done everything, stand. Don't let that spirit of rebellion and disobedience overthrow you. Stand as a man. Stand up. But if I stand up, she's going to leave. If the unbeliever depart, let her depart. But don't let her rule over the image and likeness of God. He that overcometh. What is he talking about you? I have to overcome the challenges in my marriage. The Bible says, if you marry, so shall have trouble in the flesh. Such shall have, when you get married, you're going to have trouble in the flesh unless you were overcome. Unless you were overcome. You're going to have trouble in the flesh. Yeah, I'm talking about me and Sister Paul. Yeah, we have difficulties and disagreements sometimes. Yes, we're going to have them. Lying people trying to present a picture against the word of God. That's a lie. Because God says, if you're married, you're going to have trouble in the flesh. You're not going to see everything the same way. God had made it so. And you, with your pretense, pretending, you're not fooling anybody. I believe the word of God. You're going to have problems. But he that overcome it, you got to overcome the obstacles, the trials in your life, the trials in your marriage. And if she wants to depart, let her depart. Let her leave. You're not under bondage in such cases. you the unbeliever. You want to go, go talking about the men you are at liberty in Christ Jesus if you overcome and keep the works of the Lord to the end the Lord will give you power over the nations the plurality of nations you see we are a holy nation singularly we are one holy nation a royal priesthood a nation of kings and priests I'm not going to answer you now. I'll answer you at another time. <laughs> the Bible says, And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. The Lord is going to give you authority and power to rule. And as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers. He's going to give you authority and power. That you'll be able to say no. So sweetheart, no, I'm not going to do that. And then you get one of these. And then you go like, okay. I must have Jesus. And then when she hears the word Jesus, her knee bow, or when he hears the word Jesus, his knees bow. And then he confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken. You know those clay pots? You take an iron bar and start walking through it and swing it. All those things shall be broken. A broken and contrite heart God will not despise. They shall be broken to shrivers even as I received of my father. Not having that doctrine. It's not of God. It's satanic. Oh yes. Now, the Bible says, some preach out of strife, some out of love, some preach to add pain to my afflictions. For whatever reason, the word of God is preached. Somebody said, well, how come when this one preach and that one preach, folk get saved? It doesn't matter who preach. The word of God is quick and powerful. And sharper than a two-edged sword. You can preach to as many as you want and they get saved and enter into the kingdom and you cast out for disobedience. Let me say that again. People in rebellion, 
can preach to others and the individuals they preach to get saved but those in rebellion get cast Paul said I don't want to preach to others and I myself end up getting cast out so you can reject the word of God do a great work people get saved and you end up on the outside disobedience prove it brother bro well after Adam and Eve had seen the Lord dispatch an angel to the garden of Eden and he set him to guard the way of the tree of life. You want to come to the Lord, but you can't get by the angel. You can't get by that angel. Adam and Eve could not get to the tree of life because of that angel with a flaming sword. They had to find a way of salvation. In closing, the word says, And I will give him the morning star. I will give him. If you get it right, the Lord will give you the morning star. This same Jesus, which is taken up, shall in like manner return. The same Jesus. I will give him the morning star. God will give unto you a savior, a right way. Somebody say, well, what happened if my husband not saved? Peter addressed this matter in 1 Peter chapter 3. Folk always trying to get around the word of God, but there is no excuse. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1. He said, Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands. Don't let pastor tell you how to run your house. You better not try that in my house. God, pastor, no, I'll call him up and tell him, don't mess in my house. Because you start messing in my house, I'm going to start calling in your house. I'm going to show you how if you start messing in my house, I'm going to start make sure you can call in my I'm going to call in your house. You're going to run my house, I'm going to run yours. Hello, somebody. The Bible says, likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own, not pastors. You don't tour up so many people's family telling them what must leave that devil at home. Make sure them bring them tithes and offering and leave that devil at home and come to church. That's not what the word says. The word says, likewise ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands. That if any obey not the word, he's not obeying the word, they also may, without the word, be won by the conversation of the wives. God is a soul winner, a fisher of men. He made us fishers of men. If you have unsaved spouses, women, you don't obey the word. God wants you to be in subjection even to that unsaved spouse because the sanctified husband is sanctified by the wife. Wife, don't let that demon tell you to leave the other demon at home and come to him. It's a battle of the demons. One telling you bring money. My God, my God. Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, not to the pastor. That if your husband don't obey the word, they also may be one without the word. So you're not going to be speaking to them and preaching to them. You're going to be asking them questions. You're asking them at home about the word of God. When they see your behavior. When they see your behavior. But you rebel. You tore up your house. You run out of your house. Then you set up something about you having church. You're teaching other women to rebel. You're teaching them to become like you. You have no power, no authority over you. You take it off and, and the angel in mercy let you. You're in rebellion. Somebody said, what do you do? You continue in love. Even when you work with people in rebellion, you continue in love. He's not a God of force. He said, with love and kindness have I drawn them. You preach a word. Don't come down off God's word. You preach a word. In season when it's convenient. Out of season when it's inconvenient. Rebuke, reprove, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. You stay with the word. The Bible says, while they behold your chaste conversation. Coupled with fear. 
Let it be the hidden man of the heart. I will give him the morning star. He that at an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. You have men who refuse to stand on the word of God out of fear of their wives. Out of fear. But don't be afraid, beloved. Stand on the word of God. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as we come before you this morning, we thank you for your great grace and your tender mercies, and that you have given us the authority and the power with wisdom and understanding to speak your word in truth and in boldness. Father, help us to stand on your word no matter the cost. We must be faithful unto death. Father, we pray today for all women. They have suffered. They've been abused, used, rejected, neglected. My God, we bring them before you. Lord, you have enabled us and made us willing to lay down our lives for our women. This is a great mystery. The bride of Christ. Father, help us to be subject one to another, submitting ourselves one to another in the fear of God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you, beloved. Amen. This is Sunday School. Amen. And y'all gonna pray for Brother Brown? <laughs> pray for me. I didn't write it. But the Lord called me to preach it even when I didn't want to go. And guess what? I'm going to preach it whether you like it or not. I'm going to preach it whether my wife like it or not. I'm going to preach it whether I like it or not. I'd rather be in the fear of God than in the fear of men. God bless you in Jesus' name. At this time, we're going to submit you into the hands of Minister Brown. She's going to have a last word and pray the closing prayer. In Jesus' name, close in prayer. Lord, we thank you for your goodness, and we thank you for your love and your great grace and mercy. We thank you for your words, and I pray, Lord, that as we go throughout this day, we will meditate upon your words, Lord, that your words will be embedded in our hearts and in our minds, and it will bring forth changes. We thank you for your children. May you be with them on this day, cover them, lead them, direct them, and protect them from dangers seen and unseen. As we commit them in your hands and we tell you thanks in Jesus' mighty name we say amen. Amen and amen. As we leave you, we would be remiss if we did not give our altar call. You are ministers of reconciliation. Beloved, we have to be reconciled one to another and reconciled to Christ. So I'm going to step away from here. There is one great high priest. Jesus Christ. God bless you.
Amen, amen, amen. Come on home, beloved. Come on home. Won't you? Won't you please? Please come home.